you're listening to our show right now, and we love you for that. Be sure to subscribe and kindly leave a five-star review to show your support. Alpha Phi Alpha. Alpha Kappa Alpha. Kappa Alpha Psi. Omega Psi Phi. Delta Sigma Theta. Phi Beta Sigma. Theta Phi Beta. Sigma Gamma Rho. Iota Phi Theta. Welcome to Greekly Speaking. I'm Eric, and joining me on this episode is Marcus Reed of Iota Phi Theta Fraternity Incorporated. Marcus is a native of Baltimore, Maryland. He's a product of Western Maryland College, and he's a member of the Gamma Omicron Omega chapter in Baltimore. Marcus, welcome to Greekly Speaking. How are you doing today, man? I'm blessed. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, man, I'm glad you're able to take a, a few minutes out the pandemic and, and, and share your Greek story with us, man. I hope everything's going good on your side of the map. Absolutely. I'm blessed, man. I can't complain. Hey, that's good to hear, man. You know, I think you and I were connected by one of your frats that I reached out to in reference to a, a picture that was posted on social media that I think since has gone viral at, at this point. And I want to discuss that in detail, man. But First of all, I want to get a little background about you and, and just kind of understand where, where did you cross? Where were you initiated in IOTA Phi Theta? So my process started 20 years ago at Western Maryland as a colony, but I wasn't able to uh, finish due to personal health reasons. We fast forward. Luckily, I had the honor and privilege to cross uh, the summer of 17 at Gamma Omicron Omega, chapter of IOTA Phi Theta Fraternity Incorporated. I was the ace of that line, five the hard way plus one. Um, okay, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> okay, now <laughs> explain to me the plus one part as much <laughs> as you legally can. <laughs> so, so in, in, in the terms, you know, grad chapter is a little different than undergrad. So um, my line consisted of young men, and I say young men, uh, from the age, uh, I think my deuce was 25 at the time, 25, 26. So we went from 25, 26 as the youngest, with the median about 27. Uh, at the time, I was 30, I was 37, just getting ready to turn 38. And the tail of the line was 77, okay? He was the plus one. <laughs> and it was just different, you know? It's, it's like, when I think about our process, it was like having your grandfather or your father online with you. You know, some things aren't as sharp as quick, so you gotta take your time, so it was like, Oh, if somebody was to look, they'd be like, hmm, five. But that one right there just don't look like it fits. But he was very influential. And, and you know, unfortunately, we, we lost him this past year to corona um, and health issues at the age of 80 years old. But this man was a mentor. I, I, I could only speak highly of him. And so, you know, nothing came easy to us. Uh, I'll say that. But we were blessed. Plus one in the hard way. That is, that is the first time I've heard a story close to that. But, you know, it also teaches you online, right? You're as strong as your weakest link. And Absolutely. not to say that he's weak, but you have to work together to kind of contribute and complement everybody, right? And so oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it, that's a good example. That's a good test to show, you know, hey, how are you going to help bring up your brother? So I love that. Hey, so the name of the line, you said five, the hard five way plus the hard one. Way. And what was your line name? 
So uh, my line name was given to me by my dean. It was Osama. Uh, <laughs> and cleanly put, I'm bald-headed. I've got the full beard. Um, and that's what he said. He's like, man, you just remind me of Osama. So I, I, love, I loved it. It stuck with me. Uh, and then I shortly got another name later uh, of Suge Knight. So I go interchangeably Osama, a.k.a. Suge Knight. If anybody sees me, I do resemble him somewhat. None of the mannerisms of <laughs> I love it. Hey, you look like you're ready for Ramadan, man. I, but at the same time, <laughs> look like you might be able to produce a, a cut at Def Jam Records, too. So, you know, I, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. We'll see, yeah. man. So what Greek influences did you have in your life? Little to none. Surprisingly, there was one. But when I say little to none, I literally mean with Without the assistance of my cousin, it would have been none. And my cousin, she's a, a member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. She pledged out West Virginia University. So that was my big cousin. I looked up to her. But it was almost like I said, it was a flash in the pan. She's in a sorority. Great. Doesn't identify to me. <laughs> so, you know, it just sounded like, you know, even when she talked about the sisterhood, I get it. They were close. But there was nothing around me at the time, even growing up. So in terms of fraternities, I didn't, you know, I didn't see anything until I got to college um, because I went to, you know, a middle class neighborhood. I grew up in Owings Mills, Maryland. We didn't have step shows. We didn't have a lot of Afrocentric heritage. And in that sense where, you know, in city schools nowadays in Maryland, you see step teams left and right with the influences from the sororities and the fraternities. In Owings Mills, nah, that wasn't the case. So my first interaction was at 17, 18 years old as a, as a second semester freshman at Western Maryland College doing the step shows that the Black Student Union put on and interacting with like-minded individuals who just happened to be Greek and letter. And I was like, hey, what's that all about? And, you know, and you go and look up what different organizations do and, and what they're from. And that was my first introduction at 17, where some people had an introduction, you know, their legacies. They've had it since they were born. There were some that had their introduction through mentorship. Mine was at 17, like, hey, this is who, this is who they are, but you got to look it up yourself to figure it out. Once again, it wasn't around until these Divine Nine uh, came to the college presenting who they were. So you didn't have anybody necessarily in the family, but at some point you got that exposure. What made you decide to go with Iota Phi Theta Fraternity Incorporated? If I had to say one word, it would be their brotherhood and just how they gravitate to bring young brothers in and just get to know them. It's not like a flash in the pan. It, it definitely is different. And because I had in my mind, you know, once I got exposed to Greek life, I fell into those stereotypes. In the earlier days for me growing up, it was very much those stigmas of, oh, you're a pretty boy, you're going to be a Catholic. You know, you're this, you're going to be a that. And, and so I wanted to stay away from that. When, when I looked at it, I was like, this is not what I want to be. Like, I don't want to be identified as this first. And what I saw in IOTA was that not only do they have that brotherhood, there is no stereotype. You could take the other men's fraternities, and you'll find that in IOTA Phi Theta in their, in their membership. And that's not to say that you're not going to find it in the other memberships. I couldn't finger point what IOTA was. And so that 
treat that piqued me a little bit more. But re what really got me was the brotherhood and connectedness. Some of the brothers who I know um, who've been in this fraternity for almost 30 and 40 years, I've been friends with them for 15 and 20 years. And that bond has never changed. So that's that. So what impact would you say Iota Phi Theta has had on your life or just being Greek in general? Being Greek is different in, in that it allows us to educate. You know, my process, I was a professional. And so people would ask, oh, well, what is that? And I'd say, oh, I'm part of a fraternity. Oh, well, did you pledge that in undergrad? No, <laughs> I pledged grad. Oh, so, so when were you done? And it's like, this is for life. This is a lifetime commitment. You know, when you went to school, and I would educate my, my white peers, when you went to school, it was for the duration that you were in school. When black fraternities and sororities, when we pledge, it is a lifetime commitment. We don't stop, we give back, and we build our future, we build our communities. And that, like, blew their mind in terms of just being a mentor and being a good brother to others, getting me involved in the community, being more of an activist. Being an IOTA really challenges you. Being Greek challenges your mental toughness because there are people who do not appreciate or, or look down on blacks who happen to be Greek because they don't understand it. Uh, I was on Facebook the other day. Uh, somebody was like, oh, black Greeks, what a mis... Uh, and we talk about uh, cultural appropriation. I'm like, let me help you. We are black Greeks only in name. Only in name. Um, and we move forward past it. Come ask me what else all the D9 is doing. And if all you can do is say, you know, oh, how hypocritical. Nah, you need to look and do more research. So in that, it's, it's forced you to kind of have thick skin, know what your ground, know who you are, know what your organization's about, know what you're about, and representing us as a whole. The one thing that I love is that we might pick on each other <laughs> and, and, and brotherly, sisterly love, but can't nobody outside of us come pick on us and think they're going to get away. You know, you know, we got jokes and chants and steps, and, and, and I love it when a team can actually get one in in the middle of a step routine. You know, I think all the respect is, is given right there on the spot. But like you said, at the end of the day, man, you, you could be working with somebody, a neighbor, somebody in the community, in your church or, or a place of worship, you know, that's what unites us. Forget yeah. the name, forget the letters. It is what we're doing. It is the activism and the community service and things like that. And I'm glad you brought up the point about educating people with respect to what Greek life is, is all about. But let me ask this. If someone were to approach you and ask you for advice and they were deciding whether they should you know, join a Greek fraternity or sorority, what advice would you give them? The first thing I've always given uh, to brothers who are interested, do your research. Research all five fraternities, talk to some brothers, get, get to know what's right for you. Don't pledge just because, or my fault in some cases now, I'm still in the old mindset of the word pledge. Um, don't intake any organization if you don't know what they're about, what they stand for, what their principles are. Yeah, colors might look nice. You know, you might say, oh, they got celebrity status, this, that, and the third, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't align with your principles, then you're going to be in a bad situation if you make the wrong decision. Um, or it won't be for you, and you, you'll go through a process and just be one of those brothers who aren't active and aren't doing anything. You're just a number count. 
but the first thing I tell brothers, even if, with, when they seek out IOTA from theater, do your research, call me, hit me back. I can point you in directions to brothers who've been around a lot longer than I have. And that way it gets from the network. But the other thing I tell them is go to their community service. Make yourself known. Ask questions. Because they get to see who you are as well. It's not one-sided. And that's the one thing I love about our organization is that, uh, just like everyone else, we, we ask, we invite, in, you know, prospects or, or, you know, potential individuals who have an interest to come on out and, and come to the events. You know, we post it on Facebook, we post it in our network, and that's the best way to get to know who bros are, but that's how you get to see who we really are as different organizations. Our community service is giving back. So if you ain't about the community service, then I don't know what to tell you. And, and speaking of posting on social media, like I said at the beginning, I, I saw a post recently that was out there on one of the Divine Nine groups, man. And it's a post of uh, several members of Iota Phi Theta holding up a card with one word. And I've seen a few of these, man, but this one was pretty powerful. Justice for Brianna Taylor is the theme. And, and when I'm looking at this photo, it looks like at some point, and, and let me just share the, the caption. Today is a good day to arrest the cops that killed Brianna Taylor. And each fraternity member is holding up one word of that phrase. And, and I don't know if this is intentional, but what it looks like at a glance is, you know, the mug shots, right? And, and what I see when I read the message, I'm picturing the individuals who should be holding the cards. And it's like you're standing in for this. So I don't know if that was intentional or not, but th this is much deeper than the, than the imagery yeah. that, that was posted, <laughs> man. And, and what I loved about it was the image was the message. There was no four or five paragraphs explaining why we're doing this or whatever, but it's the power of the imagery. It's the union. It's you guys coming together making a difference in, in the community. There's community service is one thing, activism is another. And, and this is an example that I saw that I definitely wanted to shed some light on, man. It, it's a positive message. I think the time for being politically correct is, is, is behind us. I'm about to be as politically incorrect as I need to be um, <laughs> to, to get these messages out here with people doing things in a very tactful way. It, it's what, yeah. what I love, man, not boastful at all. Tell us, where did the inspiration for this photo come from? <laughs> so uh, it's interesting because my wife and I were sitting down watching TV one night, iPhones in our hands, just scrolling through social media. And my wife posed a question and she said, hey, why don't y'all do anything like this? And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? So she shows me the picture and it's the collage of 13 black women, similar to exactly how we are. They're in all black on the white wall not Greek affiliated. And I just looked at it and I said, well, what do you mean by that? Do you mean brothers as in the black men in the community? Or are you talking about fraternities? And she goes, well, what's the difference? And, and so I thought about it and I said, you're right. I, I've seen nothing but our sisters posting for Breonna Taylor's call to justice. If there were brothers who were doing it, it was in singular form. So what I did notice is that no D9 organization did it, period. And the fact that IOTA Phi Theta came out of the civil rights movement, it came out of struggle, came out of 
if anybody knows Baltimore, Maryland, it was protesting Northwood Shopping Center at the time and how we were founded and when we were founded. So I said, bet, let me get on this. So I called some of my brothers from other chapters and I emailed my Polaris. Uh, and for those who don't know what a Polaris is, it's, it's the president of your organization uh, for your chapter or the national level. It's called other things and other organizations. So he answered my email because, of course, the first email was like, hey, Polaris, you think we can pull this off? And it was like, can you shoot me an email with some more details? So I went back in and I thought about it. You know, and Malcolm X had this lovely quote that talks about how black women are the most underrepresented, most abused, most disrespected. Well, at the time, it was somewhere between 100 and 130 days since her murder that nothing has been brought to justice. So I, so I got it out, got it approved, called the brothers, got 13 brothers out in a matter of a day. We got the shoot together. It took about two hours. And it actually holds more than what people are thinking. In that thought process, the first message I wanted to say was that to our sisters, we hear you, we have your back. Number one. Number two. Something needs to happen. There's too much of this going on. Um, and when we're representing the Breonna Taylors. We're representing the Sandra Blands. Something needs to happen. And then we're also challenging the other D9 to do it. And from that, and, I, and when people say viral to me, you know, I say, well, what, what is the definition of viral? I looked it up. Google says that it's when something's been shared 100,000 times. Ours is nowhere near 100,000, but for what it is, it's viral. I got a call from a president in Louisiana. Now my other chapters are out here doing it. And then just recently, my wife showed me Captain Alpha Psi did one. And I'm looking and I'm like, well, we're not done. This was the first step. We want to continue to tell our sisters that we have their backs and that these murders that, you know, especially in this case where, you know, the state's attorney general is just saying that he will not be moved by celebrity status. Well, how much more status do you need when there's a ton of people saying it? the evidence is there? And furthermore, a, a, one of the officers was fired, but not necessarily connected to the incident, but he was part of the officers who were there. But she won't move. So we just figured, let's continue to put pressure on. And for us, it's a personal thing for Iota Fight Theater because out of struggle and out of conflict, we were formed. How dare us not? be a part, at least at least for me, and I'm going to say for myself as an iota, knowing our history, there was no way I couldn't sit by if my wife asked me, well, why aren't y'all doing it? Okay, well, we'll be the first. No problem. We'll keep going, and hopefully people will join us, and we'll be able to continue to make this thing even bigger to the point that we do finally get justice for Brianna and all the other sisters like her who had to suffer a terrible fate uh, at the hands of some bad law enforcement. I love that you reference your wife and it shows that you value and respect her as a person and her input. And not to mention, my wife is a, a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and she just crossed this past year. So she just celebrated her one year anniversary. And that's what made it duly important for me to do it. It's like, oh, my wife's a Neo. She's calling me out. Um, <laughs> so I got to respond. But she definitely brought it out, and she shies away from the limelight and taking credit. I said, no, nah, you pushed me, so the credit has to be given where it is. But you pushed me to, to push my brothers to make a joint effort. It's not about myself. It's not about her. It's about our collective. It's about our community. It's about showing that, hey, we're not going to let this die. It's going to continue to be an issue. Um, and now the WNBA, oh, my God. 
I saw what they did. They're wearing Brianna's name on their backs as well as long along as the Black Lives Matter. So I'm sitting here looking. It's like we start to see an impact now, but we can't stop. Everyone else can catch up, but we can't stop. I love it, man. You know, every fire starts with the flame, and it's about to get hot. I, I can feel yes, it. Sir. I can sense it. <laughs> and keeping with that social media content theme, there was another um, image that I saw posted. This was actually on your social media feed, and I, I thought it, it just hit me. I was like, man, that's that's about the best way you can actually say this particular message. And it was a post that was targeted to graduating members of the class of 2021 saying simply, if you're looking for money for uh, college scholarship funds, go here. And I'm like, (laughs) wow, if that's not outreach and say, look, you know what? You don't have to come to us. We can come to you and we can help, you know, and I love that, man. So, so what's that about, man? Yeah. So, so uh, when I joined in 2017, one of the first things I was uh, voluntold is that I'd be a part of the uh, <laughs> of our nonprofit organization, and and what we do is for the last, with the exception of this year, for the last five years, we put on a gala, a scholarship gala, um, to honor high school students and pres- who are doing great things in their schools, who are uh, need based or they're just academically, you know, they're doing their thing and may still require money uh, to go to college. So our job is to bridge the gap. And uh, our nonprofit foundation is Gamma Omicron Omega Scholarship Foundation, Inc. Uh, we're a 5013C that originally was started to give scholarships to the less fortunate high school seniors that year graduating to have some monies to go to, to at least help them bridge the gap so that college becomes affordable. This year, it has been one of those weird years. And we've had our growing pains just as any other startup or, or organization. But we're able to have given out now in the last four or five years, we've given out about $20,000 in scholarships to be able to be a blessing. And it doesn't restrict where they go to school. We're here in Maryland, so we're working with our Baltimore County, Baltimore City students. We used to have it where it was kind of structured a little bit where we saw a lot of men, but it's open. So the one thing people would say is, oh, well, it's a male. Well, no, we're, we're completely open. You can be a female and apply to some of the scholarships. There are only two scholarships that are specific for men only, and that is to honor uh, two brothers who've passed away, doing good things in the name of IOTA and in their communities. So we wanted to recognize them, kind of to have their legacy still living. And so uh, a few years ago, we reached out to the school systems to push it out there. Hey, are your seniors ready? Do they need money? Here's where they can go. We're sending you the packets. We're sending you the applications. All you have to do is duplicate them and give them to the kids, let them fill it out and get them back to us. Well, for whatever reason, it didn't work. We got it out to the schools. It didn't come back. So this year we've opened it up and we're putting it on social media because now we can get the parents involved. And we think it's important and people may think it's a scam, but it's not. Go to the website, see what we're doing, see what we have done. We're expanding some of the things that we do to try to adopt the elementary schools and the middle schools to supply needs for targeted schools in low, you know, income areas where they're struggling or not funded well as other schools so that we can at least, once again, bridge that gap. And we're trying to become a staple as an outsource and a resource that parents can use. And as we grow, we continue to give back 
and we continue to strengthen our organizations. And in return, we strengthen our youth. And that's the key thing, is that we give them something else to look forward to as opposed to how it has been. And hopefully in Maryland, we can start to diminish, you know, the, the number of crimes and shootings and killings of young people, young black people that look like us, and so on and so forth. The goal is to push that education. Reach one, teach one, right, is what they, we were always told. We're trying to reach the multitudes. I love it, man. Have you gotten any feedback from the parents or some of the scholarship recipients? Last year, we gave out $5,000. This past year in 2020, those scholarship recipients are now getting ready to head off to school. And so they'll be receiving their monies within the next week or so to attend school. Shockingly, some of them will be on campus during this COVID time. So we know that the money will help them to be able to be comfortable in a time of of great stress and anxiety. And hopefully we'll be able to give out twice as many scholarships this coming. And, and I know the people in your community are appreciating it, especially those college students. And if there's anything that we could help you and your chapter members promote, don't hesitate to let us know, okay? Like I said, man, I appreciate it. Keep up the good work, bro.